Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey cuties, I'm Miles Sexton, a content creator, activist, and loud and proud disruptor of the norm. On Our Private Bits, we talk about the things and people that don't get talked about enough, or at all. Trust me, as a sober, HIV-positive, non-binary person, I would know. Join me as I chat with people in my life and from around the world whose stories deserve to be heard. Maybe you'll learn something new, and you will definitely LOL. Our Private Bits is also part of the ACAST Creator Network. All right, cuties, today on Our Private Bits, we have our first social media duo. They are Melissa Pateras and Tracy Taylor, who also happen to be the cutest couple ever. You might recognize Melissa online from her passionate cleaning videos, folding, and DIY experts, and Tracy from her very relatable storytelling on TikTok. Want to say hi, you two? Hello. Hello. <laughs> Thanks for having us. <laughs> I'm so happy. Uh, you know, when we met at your morning, we were yes. like backstage. It was like quite the day, you know, the World AIDS Day. And I was like so excited because like, you know, I, I recognize you first, Melissa, but I like couldn't figure out like where I knew you from. And I was like, I don't know, like, what is it? And it's always like that case. It's like, I definitely it's, saw you on TikTok. Yes, that's, <laughs> that's often the case. Like, where do I know that person? Totally. From? Yeah. And I think that when when we all met, we sort of almost missed the Star Trek guy. Oh my God. <laughs> Sir Patrick Stewart. Yes, ah! because you two were were very deep in a conversation. We were. And we were chatting. Yes, yes, exactly. Yes. <laughs> but, but it was pretty cool. Like, I, it was so funny because, you know, Tracy, we were talking and then all of a sudden, I feel like we both kind of heard his voice like on the monitor and then like whipped our heads and I was like, what? How did I miss this person like coming backstage that day? Yeah. It, yeah. Was, it was and pretty I, surreal. I knew he was there. I knew he was going to okay. walk behind us, but we got so involved in a conversation we that... I completely forgot to mention to you that he was there. That that's what I was waiting for. And then next thing you know, Melissa's like, you I guys came, missed it. I came out of the studio. Yes. Patrick walks by and you guys are just Oblivion. Chatting, we chatting. were, yeah. you know, but you know, I think that's like the beauty. Sometimes you just like, you meet someone and you just like connect on like such a vulnerable level. And I don't know what it is that happens, but like, I just loved it. And I was like, oh, I have to have them both on the podcast to like get get into more things. So yeah, for it's sure. funny how the, how the universe works that way. Yeah. So. Now, I feel like you two have such a, I think it's like a unique situation and story is that like, you know, you two met online, right? Yes. So like, how did that happen? Like, what was the video that caught your eye? Like, I, I, I need to hear well, more about this. It's always really embarrassing <laughs> when people ask how we met. Yes. It's, it, it depends on who you're talking to, if you really want to answer the question properly or not, because yeah. the answer is TikTok. We yeah, met on TikTok, totally. which at the time when we met, was really just a dancing app for children. Yeah, 100%. Right? That's exactly what it was. <laughs> so it's a little bit embarrassing. Oh, no, I love because it. Because then there's a big bat. We have to then further explain, yes. right? Um, but but yeah, I mean, it depends who we're telling the story to. Yeah, so I first saw a video of Melissa doing like a little comedy sketch. Yes. So this was pre-laundry anything. Oh. So she was doing a little comedy sketch, and I had never done a duo, uh, not a duo, a duet yes. of anyone before. Okay. But I saw this and was so compelled. 
um, to duet her because I thought it was hilarious. I thought it was absolutely hilarious. I also wasn't wearing any pants at the time, so I just decided to just hit record. Um, and I sort of said something to the tune of, who is this woman? She's hilarious. Like, where is she? This is hilarious. And then, then that's it. And yes. I didn't think much of it because I didn't really know what I was doing on TikTok yeah. at the time. Um, and then I didn't really know what I was doing either. I was just sort of trying to find my <laughs> yeah. way. And As we um, all were. <laughs> yeah, I think we all started off lip syncing yes. and, you know, that kind of stuff at the beginning. And, and uh, you know, I was doing a, a bit of comedy stuff. And, and this was like during the pandemic, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 And um, I had sort of just switched over from longer content on mm -hmm. Facebook. I hate to say it. Yes. Um, over to TikTok, trying to figure it out. And um, it, so I, had seen that that she had duetted me but I had already been following her oh. and watching her so I was like oh my oh my she she's duetted me um and then I I sort of duetted you back yeah so she duetted me back and she it was like a laundry had kicked in by this time it was like three weeks she yes. waited three weeks to duet me back like yeah no way it was reason um so she did this duet back and she was wearing a T-shirt. She said in the duet, she said, I'm sorry it took me so long to reply, but I was waiting on this T-shirt being made. And she steps away from the dryer and the T-shirt says, I have a huge lesbian crush on you. <laughs> and I'm, watch, I'm watching this in Sydney, Australia going, what? Did she have that T-shirt made for me? And then so I sent her a private message, yes. right, as you do. I sent her a direct message and I thought, so you had a T-shirt made for me. No reply. Oh, oh. <laughs> because at, Ghost the it. <laughs> at the time I didn't read my DMs. Yes. I was pretty overwhelmed by Fair. a lot of DMs that I was getting, and um, you know, with, on Facebook and everything else. And I thought, you know what? I think it's best practice. Yes. don't read them for for sure. Um, so I I never looked at them, and and I had she had written a comment on the the sort of duet, and I wrote one back, not realizing the time difference. Yes. And I thought, oh, that's too much. Mm -hmm. That's too much. I shouldn't have written that. I wrote something like, oh, of course, you're my TikTok girlfriend. Something to that effect. I oh, thought, I nope, it. that's too much. So I delete it. I try again. <laughs> she still doesn't respond. I'm like, nope, that's too I'm much. I'm sleeping. Yeah. She's I'm asleep. Uh, so it's not that she's, she hasn't even exactly. read it yet. So I keep deleting it. And anyways, I finally leave it as is. She sees it. And um, so we just sort of communicated on TikTok videos at that point because I still hadn't read my DM. Oh, my gosh. So I, I'm thinking the whole time what's going on. I, I look in the, the comments of that video and yes. someone's like, that's a great T-shirt. Where did you get it from? And she'd replied back to that person, oh, I got it made for Everyday Trace. And here I am thinking to myself, what is going on? <laughs> what is with this woman? She's got uh -huh. this T-shirt made for me, but she's not replying back to my DM. I'm like, you know what, This is she's in Canada. I, I'm in Australia. Like, this is not a thing. Yes. Then I, I go into one of her lives one night and she's like, is my TikTok girlfriend in here? I think I just saw her come in. <laughs> and I'm thinking to myself, oh, she's got a TikTok girlfriend. Oh, lucky that girl. And oh. She's like, every day, Tracy, you in here? And I was like, <clears throat> me? What's happening? <laughs> Does this woman just want to flirt with me publicly or what's happening yes. here? Yeah, I really didn't know how the whole thing worked with DMs either. I just didn't know. And, and you know, I, I had originally left TikTok briefly because somebody called me a, a middle-aged lesbian and I didn't know oh. that until they had called me that. And I thought, oh, wow, I really am. So I left TikTok and then I accepted <laughs> that I actually am that. Yes. Um, went back on. So everything was just sort of happening at once. And I was trying to get my bearings on how totally. this whole thing worked. 
And then I finally opened up yes. my DMs to message her and realized she had messaged me that long ago. So how how, well, how long of a period did two you wait months. to open that message? Two yeah, months. Two, two months. months. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> um, and that was it. From there... It was sort of instant. I mean, we just were, you know, we talked a, a little bit on mm -hmm. on TikTok, and then we we moved over to Insta because yes. it's an easier communication. Easier. Totally, <laughs> yeah. Um, and then within like two or three days, we decided we'd do a video call. Yes. And in one of the video calls, Melissa pretty much said, "Listen, I've got three kids. I live in Canada. If yeah. you have no interest in moving here, yeah. then then there's no need for us to talk." And I thought, oh. Okay. Yeah. And I said, well, I mean, yeah, I could talk about moving to Canada. I mean, <laughs> it's the pandemic. I've lost my job. I've got really no prospects going on here at the moment. So yeah, I can entertain that. I and uh, and we did. We entertained it. Yeah. We, we, and then, then it was just, it was full on. I mean, we would talk six to eight hours on video mm -hmm. every single oh, I day. Love it. Um, which was interesting because now, I mean, at the time, I think we were sort of, it was terrible because she couldn't get here because Australia yes. was locked down. Yeah. So she couldn't leave. That's right. They it were like even stricter, I think, than here. Yeah, we yeah. were super strict and yes. people were sort of separated from their families and, mm. you know, they were separated from their spouse and their kids in different countries, Whoa. but they, you'd have to apply for an exemption to leave the country. And I thought, well, if these people are getting rejected like 30 times, there's yes. no way they're going to make me yeah. leave to meet my internet yeah, my, girlfriend my in Canada. My TikTok <laughs> yeah. crash. I need to go see her in Canada. Right. So, <laughs> and, and that was the thing because then we, we joined a few groups like yeah. Facebook groups that were people in the same situation. Okay. Right. And how do we, how do we see each other? Because yes. we're, we're sort of locked down. So, um, you know, people were, were being denied 40, 50, 60 times. Oh and we we're like, oh, geez, this is crazy. Yeah. And yes, because it was, it was 10 months before I actually touched foot down in Canada. So we went through some times where we were like, this isn't going to work. Mm -hmm. Like everything seems to be against us. So we went through some really hard times in the first 10 months without even knowing each other, yeah. just trying to get to each other. So eventually we hired a lawyer yes. and got everything done properly. And I rang Melissa one day and just said, yes, I've got my exemption. I and I had to leave within the month. Yeah. Oh, we just, wow. we, on our first try, we got through and, oh, no way. you know, sending wow. all this evidence of your relationship. Well, that's a bit tricky because we yes. haven't actually met. Totally. So, um, that was, but I mean, it, during that, the, the 10 months, we also didn't know. Mm -hmm. It was like, we didn't know if it was going to be three years. Yes. I mean, none of us knew when totally. this was going to end. We yeah. didn't know if it was going to be so three uncertain. years, five years. And, but we decided early on that, um, it was really no different than, than any other relationship in terms of just committing to mm -hmm. each other. And well, it was interesting though, because I, I, I think we both agree that it was a very interesting way to get to know someone yeah. on um, a completely different level with, with no physical touch, totally. no nothing, just, you know, you were doing it like, Zoom. you know, the Victorian era where you <laughs> yes. have to like, you know, write a letter beloved, yes. thinking of you today in the and meadow, you know, like that's exactly what it was. <laughs> and that's, Victorian. that's exactly what we did though. Yeah. I mean, we would send each other packages in the mail. Oh, like I, I would, it. you know, send her my hoodie with, you know, folded. with yeah. folded, yeah. folded, of Perfectly course, with folded. my perfume on it or, 
we would send each other, you know, chocolate from each other's countries. And, and she never unfolded the hoodie. I think you used it as a pillow. I used it as a Aww. pillow. Um, and then I had what, what we call minimalist made this yes. like silly doll. It's so creepy. And you like put your face on it and it was all squished up. And I, I mailed her that. And that's in a couple of videos. And only a few people noticed. They're like, what yeah. is that doll? <laughs> and when I ordered it, I thought it was going to be almost life size, but it yeah. wasn't. It was about this big. Oh so I was gosh. like, okay, that's super weird. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we just did fun stuff like that back and forth. And, and then we bought a house together before she moved here. No so, way. Yeah. So it was Whoa. like FaceTime. Yes. We would go yeah. through houses or, you know, depending on the time I would yes. send her videos. And then we, we picked a house and, and I, you know, on the day of basically held the phone and like carried her over the threshold on the mm -hmm. phone. <laughs> um, and then I was in the house probably for two months, I think, uh, before, before Trace got there. And yeah. of course we were going to completely gut it down to yes. the, so I was trying to get it in order thinking I had more time. Mm -hmm. And then when we got word that she was moving October 1st, wow. I was like, She's coming. There's no kitchen. Yes. There's no furniture. It's oh like dirt floors. Um, and I had been sleeping on the floor. Um, and I I ordered a bed or whatever and then <laughs> had the bed delivered, but didn't sleep in it until she got there. I thought I'll just yeah. wait until Christmas she goes. Together. Yeah, we'll we'll sleep in the bed together. So I, I continued to sleep on the floor with a Paw Patrol blanket oh um, and like some piece of foam. <laughs> Um, it was terrible, but, uh, yeah. And then, so, I mean, that's what we always laugh about because, you know, when I, when I picked her up at the airport, we, we met yes. and moved in together 40 minutes later. Whoa. So, um, but I mean, we, we talked a lot about it during, during our conversations. Oh, like, yeah. It didn't matter what we were talking about. It, yes. At always. least once a day, the conversation would veer towards what if we don't like each other when we meet or what if we, we don't like the way yes. the other person kisses or, and then obviously sex. Yeah, right? totally. <laughs> I mean, sex was one thing, but I, I feel like we, we were more of the, it does, sex doesn't matter mm -hmm. if the kiss is bad. Cause you yeah. can, we, we always, we believe that you can't fix kissing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you I, can, I you can fix sex, I think, because you can get to know each other's bodies and you can, yes. you can fix that if it's awkward at the totally. beginning. But kissing, it, that's chemistry. Yeah, 100%. Right? So I feel like if you've got that right, then obviously the sex will lead from there. But the kissing is what we were most stressed about. Yeah. And when were we going to kiss? We were so stressed about when. Is it going to be at the airport? Yeah. Is it going to be in the car? Is it going to be when we get home? Like we talked about it. Because so you, you never much. have the opportunity to, yeah. to do this weird planning thing. And, yes. and as it turns out, I couldn't even go into the airport because it was pandemic. Oh, so right. I had to you know, just basically drive up and, you know, before they shush you yes. to go forward yeah. and, and jump out. And, and she had seen me out of the corner of her eye and, yeah. and wondered, oh, I wonder who that little person is. <laughs> now, it, keeping in mind that we talked many times about like our bodies, like how yes. tall we are, what, mm -hmm. because it is hard to get an idea of when course. you're, when you're looking at someone on a FaceTime. Totally. Basically. It distorts so much. Yeah. So. Well, and uh, yeah, we had done it on Insta. Yes. 
Um, and one time Insta was down. So oh. we had to FaceTime. We, honestly, we both screamed when the thing came on because, you know, you're just, you're so bad looking on FaceTime. Oh, totally. and there's such a huge difference. Yeah, like 100%. Insta, you look good. And it also yeah. inverts. So everything, <laughs> yeah, so TikTok inverts and Insta inverts. So Melissa's tattoos were on the wrong side. Oh, like right? everything was, oh my was different. My nose ring was on the other side. I was like, oh my God, I'm a, you're a different person That's in so this. Like, yeah, wouldn't you have we have to that? do FaceTime from now on because yeah. I've been looking at a flipped version of you for ages. Also, everything, everything was flipped. Like the room, the, the, yes. the, the house, mm-hmm. everything was <laughs> completely the opposite way to what I imagined it to be yeah. because I'd only ever seen it flipped. Oh my gosh. So That's too funny. But it was, it was, but yeah. we, talk, we talked about height a lot. So yeah. height was a big thing. Okay. <laughs> Um, and Melissa, I told her my height. She, how tall are you? She, well, I'm five six. Okay. And and she had told me her height, and I said, "Oh, it's only an inch. It's yeah. only an inch. It's it's not that big of a deal." <laughs> and then I always say, like, when I when I actually got out of the car, and and was hugging her. She, first of all, she was wearing heels. Yes. I didn't. Okay. okay to be fair. <laughs> to be fair. I lived in Australia. I didn't really own shoes. The yeah, only yeah. nicest shoes I had were yes. boots. Yeah. So I thought I'll just I'll pop them on, yeah. right? Because Oof. other than that, I was wearing flip flops or what I like to call thongs, but yes. flip flops for the best part. And I thought I've got to put your best foot forward. Yes. I'm not going in there in no, thongs. Just so barefoot coming I'll wear out of the these airport. Boots. <laughs> and then Melissa comes up. I'm like, whoa, five six who? Who's five six? <laughs> no. And and then I'm I'm like when we when we first hugged, yes. I I always <clears> say like I felt like I was at the mall at, at the Lost Children. I was hugging my dad's leg. <laughs> Right. I'm like this, this woman is, is like, she's Shrek. I'm donkey. This is crazy. What now she was standing on a little ledge plus the heels. But I, I honestly felt like I'm, I'm hugging her thigh. And I thought, Oh my. And, and of course she thought the same thing. Now when the heels came off, we, we got more used to it, but I think that she didn't know that she's actually taller than what she thought. I think that's what we've decided that I am five, six, but she's a little bit taller than she had thought. So that's so funny. But, well, how often do you measure yourself, right? 100%. One time Never. someone tells you your heart, you're like, I'm going to go yeah, with that. And you stick with it for ages. So did I lie? I lied, but I didn't know. I didn't yeah. know. You don't even measure yourself. You really, really don't. So, so, so I true. feel like I was hugging this person. I was like, oh, somebody's lied about that. <laughs> <laughs> right. She's like, who is this little person? But, um, so, yeah, I mean, it was a long 40-minute drive home because it was – you know, we had talked, we knew each other inside and out, but we had never had any physical. So this hug, yes. we never did kiss at the airport. I said to her, I don't want to kiss the airport with everybody looking totally. and that isn't the time. And and I um, said, I don't want to kiss in the car. I don't want my first yeah. kiss to be like leaning over the glove box. It's not for me. <laughs> so we waited. And then when we got to the house, there was this big, I'm seeing the house that yes. we bought for the first time, yeah. but we still haven't kissed she's giving me a tour of yeah, our yeah. house and i'm like when are we gonna pass i don't know when it's happening oh my gosh so like <laughs> so, so, so so when did this kiss happen it's it was i was showing her a coat closet and she's like <laughs> i don't care about the coat closet and then we kissed <laughs> and, and it was both it was such a relief the biggest uh, relief mm-hmm. of my life i bet because it's the most anticipated kiss i think yes. you've ever had in your life yeah. because generally at the end of a day you just kiss or or whatever totally. it's not you don't think about it it's yes. something you never really think about but in this case there was so much build up to it something is simple as a kiss yeah. um and but i was so relieved because i was like okay it's okay everything's fine yeah. everything else will be fine it was 
I think we both knew right then that it was going to be okay. Yeah. <laughs> Physically. So sparks, sparks happened. Yeah, yeah. sparks okay. happened. It was, okay, a bit, okay. it was a bit of a movie kiss. Yes, yes. it was in a coat closet. Okay. Oh, right. so I mean, it's kind of like metaphorical of- yes. in, in <laughs> a way for us <laughs> queer people, you know? Yes. <laughs> but I, I just kind of thought we've got to do it now. I cannot live with the tension yeah. any longer. It, was, it wasn't just the tension of that day. It was the tension of the flight on top of that, the 10 months, everything. Uh, 100%. It was so much tension. I was like, can't I'm going to explode? I am literally going to just pop. Absolutely. So I just it's grabbed a her journey. And I mean, it's kiss. it was a long flight, and then a long drive home, yes. and it's exhausting, totally. right? And you're trying, you're sitting on a plane for yeah, like, twenty hours, and then you're supposed to be fresh and ready. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it's a lot. Okay, so I have some follow up questions. First, I have to go back to the T-shirt. Yeah. Did you actually get the T-shirt made? I did. For her? Okay. Yes, I did, and it and it and it never came. And then I had to redo it, and I it was just this long wait, oh which God, is hilarious. why it was three weeks. Because usually I can get a T-shirt yeah, made, yeah. and it's you know seven but or eight days. Pandemic. And yeah, so I did, in fact, have the T-shirt made. Okay. Yes. Okay, that's good to know. Has the T-shirt like made cameo appearances like since then, no, or no? This is, a, this is a sore subject. Oh, okay. Uh, actually, because I mailed subject. her the T-shirt. Oh, okay, okay. I left it oh. at my cousin's house. Oh no. I had a pile of clothes that was like my last minute yes. clothes that I wore to my cousin's house the night before. Yeah, which yeah, is, yeah. And then they would drive me to the airport in the morning. And I had the clothes. I also had the t shirt, but I wanted to put it in my carry on because yes. I thought if anything gets lost, I don't want it to be the t shirt. No, absolutely. And then I left a pile of like 20 year old yeah, track pants or totally. whatever it was there. And I'd put the t shirt with it. And I said to my cousin, just throw that in the bin. I don't need that stuff anymore. Like yes. that is, don't need it. And I accidentally put the t-shirt oh, in that pile. <laughs> yeah, so the t-shirt's gone. Listen, the t-shirt's gone. That's okay. It's a simple it t-shirt. We purpose, can get it made again. You know? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yes. So we don't actually have the tangible t-shirt anymore, but we'll always have the video. So yeah. it's there. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And so what do you think then, I guess like over such a long period of time, like what made you both hold on to like trying to make this work? There was we, just we, something there yeah. and, and we could never, mm-hmm. I, I don't think we could ever really put our finger on it. It yeah. was just, it was so instant. For me, I feel like it was strangely just instant the second I yeah. saw one of her videos because mm-hmm. I followed her right away and I would watch every single day. Um, and then once we started to talk, there was just this strange, deep connection with mm-hmm. someone you've never met in person. Yeah. And, um, I think that's why so early on we were like, that's it. It's just us. And, you know, trying to talk about sort of what your relationship rules are, what Mm -hmm. your boundaries are for someone that, again, you've never seen in person. So like, what are, what are we doing here? What, what are our, our sort of rules? Like, you know, we're not going to see anybody else. Mm -hmm. Like we are. And and I think that's hard for people to grasp who are outside of that. Because totally. I, I think we had a hard time saying, yeah. I, I said, no, I have a girlfriend. And they'd be like, well, you've never met her, yeah. right? And it's like, well, it's on, I just feel like we, we got to know each other on such a deeper level mm-hmm. that you actually don't get in person. You, you, you miss a whole bunch of... Um, of stuff when you're dating because yes. a lot of it gets clouded with sex and physical exactly, touch 100%. and that also skews your um, some of you, the decisions that mm-hmm. you make right? it, because it's based on on physical stuff so um, I don't know I felt like yes it was it was torture but I think in the long run it was a good thing we both had our ups and downs like there'd be times where I was like 
like something came out in the news once where mm-hmm. it's like no one's leaving for yeah. and it said almost like a year or something like that. And then so I sent Melissa the article and I said, listen, I think we should mm-hmm. pull it off. Like we, we did have times where it, one of us went, this is never going to happen, mm-hmm. right? Because it was so we just kept saying to each other, if you could give us a time limit, then we could know what we're working with. Yes. Even if it's five years, we know what we're working with. Totally. But the unknown was what was killing us. So there were times where either Melissa was feeling like this is not going to happen or me. But then we just kind of just picked each other up from it, I think, because we mm-hmm. knew we had this deep, I don't know, Because it wasn't going away. It wasn't something that you could just mm-hmm. say, okay, well, you know, yeah. we tried. Yeah. It just, it wasn't going away. And I, I also thought that, I don't know. I mean, I, I, there was times where I was like, I don't care how long it takes. Yes. Right. And then you'd be, then you'd flip back two seconds later to, I can't do this. But I think we just kept coming back to it. And we never really, mm. um, we didn't waver too much. I mean, it, again, it was just the, it was the unknown. Mm. That was the biggest, yeah. that was the biggest thing was, was the unknown. And of course, under, under regular circumstances, you would say, we'll come have a visit for yes, a month or so and totally. we'll see. But we just didn't have that. So we had to go all in or nothing. Mm-hmm. And, and we just decided. Yeah. And a lot of my friends and family very much like, I think moving's a bit too much for you. Mm-hmm. Like <laughs> I sold all of my things, my car, yeah, wow. everything in my apartment, absolutely everything. So yes. everyone was like, well, maybe just put it in storage. I'm like, what's the point in putting it in storage? Mm-hmm. What, so then I have to deal with it from Canada. Like, well, if you want to come back. So I think everyone was banking on it not working. Yes. Except for us. Yeah. Yeah. And and it's really tough to navigate. When she was saying, you know, I I don't, I don't, I think that if I, if I store things, it's sort of, what was your saying? I'm rooting. It's, it's betting against (laughs) your team. Yeah, totally. You're investing an energy into something of the opposite. Yeah. I'm a big believer in that you don't bet against your team in sport. And I think that in life as well. Like you don't go, oh, I'm going to do this, but I'm going to have a little backup plan. Like what's, what's the point? Like, totally. At the end of the day, if it didn't work out, I get on a plane, I yeah, go back to Australia exactly. and then I find somewhere to live. I get another world. car, I get a couch or Facebook marketplace. It's not difficult. Totally. That's it's what really, we really kept not. saying was, was it's I think. It's the same as if, if I was dating someone in Sydney and we broke up, we were living together. I'd have to get out, find yeah. a place. Find, like Exactly. Yeah, fine. people kept saying, basics, but that's that's okay. Yeah, what if, what if, what if you break up? Well, then we break up, like any other relationship. Mm-hmm. I mean, it wasn't. 100%. People were very um, uncomfortable with. Yeah, they were uncomfortable. The all in. Yeah, and 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 of course, neither of us had ever done anything like this before. Yeah, I, totally. I didn't. I've never met anybody online. I've never done anything like that. So, it wasn't like this was just our bag, yes. right? This is what we do. It was yes. just, it was totally strange. And yeah, it was a matter of just kind of not listening to to those other voices totally. and just going with what we felt it's was the right thing. It's hard when the voices are your trusted friends and family. Yes, mm. absolutely. Who you listen to for everything. And you had to turn around and say, I know, it sounds mm-hmm. crazy. I know that, but you need to trust me on this. Yeah. So it, it's... Yeah, we knew. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's hard to convince everyone else mm-hmm. what this is when they don't know, right? What What do you think, like, I guess, like, what was the learning that came out of having those conversations with those people? Because I feel like that must have been a lot to navigate. And I think it it, it came down to proving them wrong. Yeah. But that's totally. just time. Yeah, Like, absolutely. there was nothing we could do. We had to just accept the fact that, they might have been talking, laughing, whatever it was, mm-hmm. 
to themselves amongst like not yes. in our presence. But then when it came down to it, it was just like, wait and see. Mm-hmm. And I mean, everybody's come around now. Nobody, yeah. because we, we've proven that totally. you know we've been together for three years and, and it did work and mm-hmm. nobody really ever talks about it. And we make jokes about it. Yes. Like, you know, we, we met on a, on a dancing app and <laughs> for children, but I, that's all it was. It was just time yeah. because people bet against you. And, and unfortunately, even your loved ones would just wait mm-hmm. and see. And totally. I'm sure they had private bets. I'm sure yeah. they oh, did. Oh, 100%. <laughs> you know? But it's so. like, you know, it's, I think it's just what people need to realize, though, is that, like, you know, we are in a new era of, like, a different way that we communicate. And it's like, and I think that, like, we're just going to hear more and more stories of this. Like, mm-hmm. you know, one of my best friends also, like, met his husband over over the internet like during the (laughs) pandemic that like lived in uh, I think it was like Poland or something like that like it's just like you know but I think it's just like what I think maybe the older generations don't realize is that like these platforms are just another way of communicating yeah no time that's just it like times have changed and I think that the pandemic (laughs) also opened up the world to a lot of us exactly you know not everyone i'm a social worker so i i was working Mm -hmm. the entire time although my job did change significantly but but trace was in tourism so obviously that was you know non-existent and so we all had more time to be online and exploring different things and I just, you know, to, but times have changed, obviously. Yes. I mean, yeah, communication is completely different than what it was. Totally. So, um, you know, and if it wasn't for the pandemic, then we wouldn't have met. So, I mean, yes. we're, we're sort of thankful yeah. for all of the things that fell into place, I think. Agreed. I love it. Yeah. I always like, I, I don't know, I, when I hear stories like this, it really makes me think of like, in Greek mythology, like they talk about like the creation of humans and the like humans were like four parts and it was like two men, two women, but they were all attached together and the gods divided them. And then, so like we go throughout our lives, like, you know, looking for those other parts of ourselves to like become whole again. So like when I, when I hear stories like this, it's like, you know, I, I think it is it's kind of like, I don't know, it feeds That's into my fantasy of like, you know, there is this, you know, these other parts of ourselves that we like connect with and there's something so unexplainable that happens like between two people, like when they just connect. That's just you know? it. It yeah. is unexplainable. We've never been able to really, you know, explain yeah. what that connection was totally. and why it was there and why it was instant. I love it. I'm so here for it. So, <laughs> so now, okay. So, so you're moved from Sydney, right? Mm-hmm. To, to, to Canada. Like, what was that like? Like, what were the, some of the biggest differences? Like, it must've been such a shock. It was a, <laughs> coming it was here. a huge shock. Yeah. I think in fairness, before you even start, <laughs> we thought, yeah. we believed yes. that we had that all ironed out because I just told her about it. So it was going to be fine. I told her about the differences. (laughs) I told her about the snow. I told her about the cold, but it is very difficult to explain (laughs) cold. Yes. It's hard to explain temperature um, and snow. But we were like, this is going to be fine because I've explained it. (laughs) So now you can continue on (laughs) reality. Okay. So I, I'm not one that hasn't lived overseas before. I lived in London for eight years. So I I know what it's like to be away from home. So I thought I've got that. Okay. I've got that down. Yeah. Perfect. That's fine. And I also thought that it's cold in London Mm -hmm. and it's cold in Canada. So again, I'm going to be (laughs) fine. And Melissa's explained it and everything's going to be fine. Boy, was I wrong. Oh yeah. (laughs) So, so wrong. When I moved to London, I was 20. Yes. So meeting friends, 
finding friends. Totally. Easy, Piece easy. of cake. Yeah. 39, moving to a small town. Not so easy. No. <laughs> Not so easy whatsoever. The weather, I've never underestimated weather in my entire life <laughs> more so than this. I arrived on October 1st. Oh, gosh. Right? So yeah. in the middle of fall. Before I'd left, yes. this like outdoor company called Kathmandu had okay. a sale on and I thought, you know what, I'll pick myself up a little winter jacket for when I go to Canada. This they would be great. In, in Australia? So no, I, they I just call them winter coats. That's the story. It's like a so I got this winter coat and surprisingly when I got here in October, yeah. I had to wear it and I thought, well, okay, this will keep me warm. Yeah. But I didn't realise that it's like pretty much just a spring jacket. <laughs> it awesome. was never worn it in winter. When I got here, Melissa's like, that's not going to, you're not going to survive here at all in that. That's not, that's we're like, nothing. we're going to the Canada the goose story like we instantly had to go out get two parkas where she's like fur it's it's down it's like all of these different materials that that and boots i mean again truly she had never worn um shoes so that was difficult because she didn't have any socks oh um and she she didn't have any shoes she had these high heel boots and and thongs nothing else so you know, we, <laughs> I, I said, well, you must know about um, Blundstones because they're Australian. She's, I never heard of them, never and nobody in Australia wears those. That's so funny. I said, well, I that no can't idea. be. Yeah, I said that can't be. There's Everybody so here wears that them. Are Australian here? Yeah. That is laughable. Like it really is. Like Uggs. Yeah. Like you think everyone in Australia wears Uggs? No, we don't. Um, <laughs> and <laughs> Blundstones. Yeah. I was like, never heard of them. I, I, I met a friend who owns an Australian cafe here, okay. and. I bought a pair of Blundstones and I was wearing them there. And he's like, oh, you actually have Blundstones. I'm like, well, apparently everyone has them. He yeah. goes, have you ever heard of them before? I'm like, no, never. <laughs> never <laughs> heard of them. But here it's like the Australian shoe. So it's it's a bit crazy. But so funny. like the weather's probably been one of the most challenging yeah. things, quite obviously. I've never lived in snow before. And where we live, there's so much snow yes. and ice that could kill you. I fear for my life. Every time I leave the house, yeah. walking she came from walk. the back of the house to the car is she walks. Have you bought the spikes yet yes. for your boots? I yeah. Have, yes. Okay. Yes. But she walks. It's one of those things that you never think about. I mean, we're used to it, so yes. we adapt our body position. Yeah. yeah, but not her. She walks with her like a starfish. <laughs> And like one clumpy step at a time. I feel like that's the way to do it. I yeah. haven't fallen over yet. Yeah. So that's probably the way to do hey. it. She also thought that you walked Don't on top of this. snow. And I kept trying to say to her, no, 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 like you it, you go down. She's like, no, I don't believe you. I know you walk you on top of it. You just have like Lord of the Rings as a reference where like <laughs> the elves walk I on top of the snow. That's what she thought. Yeah. Snow that much. Yeah, and this is like, no, you'll sink in. I'm like, that's so no interesting. I love this. So things like that are really quite crazy. Yeah. Also a furnace. That's different. Mm-hmm. Oh, I would say that because yeah. they didn't have heat. So she had a heating blanket. Oh, okay. And I thought, well, that is strange because yeah. it isn't that cold there, but it's because they don't have like fireplaces or right. furnaces or anything like that. Uh, so they would, if it's a cool day, yeah. you would have a heating blanket. So the furnace was, was new to you. You, I mean, th- there's, there's so many differences, even even people yes. is so different. I think Australians are very similar to the English, so I didn't really mm-hmm. see that many cultural differences yes. between us and the English. We're both super sarcastic yeah. and both swear like troopers. <laughs> but in Canada, I would find, especially with my swearing, that I would need to 
watch <gasps> my words all the time. Yeah. Like I would just be swearing at the supermarket and going, oh, fuck, sorry, I shouldn't have done that. And <laughs> Melissa's like, oh, you can't. Like I'm like, please stop doing that because it's like an 80-year-old cashier who has so taken aback because she just said, so the late the, the cashier didn't say anything and we're just standing. I don't think anything of it. And Trace says to the cashier, oh, I'm so sorry, I really fucked up. And the cashier is like grasping at her chest because she's, and I was like, oh, you can't, don't say that. Like you can't, you, you really need to watch. And she's like, what do you mean? That's not bad. And she uses the C word, which yeah. we don't use here. They use it very loosely. <laughs> To everybody. It is an expression. Yes. And I'm like, oh no, we reserve that. Yeah. And even when we say it, you know, and, and <laughs> so I think, yeah, the language was a bit That's so and the boldness. The, yeah, I'm quite bold. I think Australians are yes. in general, if we feel something, yeah. we say that totally. something. There's never there's never any like beef between people because no. we're always just yeah. like saying things as they are or as they Come. Totally. And Canadians I think so Canadians, passive. we don't do that. No. We just it's, it's, sweep it it's under in, the rug. It's in yes. your, it's in your sorry thing. Like yeah, the, exactly. the joke of all Canadians saying sorry is runs so much deeper than oh, just that 100%. word. They're so, and you see it even yeah. in driving when you get to like a four way stop. They're like, oh, oh no, you, you go, go, no, you, you go. go. And I'm Australian. I'm just like, fuck it, I'm going. Yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> it's it's in every part of your culture. Yes. So I find that so hard to deal with at times because I appear rude. Yeah. And I know that so I appear bloody. rude, but at the same time, I'm like, this isn't rude. This is no. just, and, and Melissa describes it now as bold. We've had to put that word behind yeah. it because okay. rude was triggering. Yeah, so, fair. Because so, I keep I keep saying, well, you got to watch that. you got to watch that. Like, yeah. oh, don't be like that. Be nice. Like, just say, don't, just let it go. Let it go. <laughs> and that's just not, that's no. not who she is. So that, that's been a little bit of a yeah. curve. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I think that's, I mean, whether, yes, I underestimated it and that's hard to get used to, but I think that culture thing mm -hmm. is, is, is harder in a way because that's almost like, well, that's who I am. Totally. Right. And I'm, why do I have to adjust myself yes. because people can't exactly. deal with me swearing in the supermarket? Like I don't mean any harm. Yes. It's not like I'm telling someone to fuck off. I just went, oh my God, I fucked up. Sorry. I, um, <laughs> so yeah, it's been really, it's been really hard to sort of, sort of mute it's yeah. my personality to appear palatable to other people mm -hmm. is really difficult. Sure. And I can do it sometimes. And other yeah. times I'm like, fuck it, why do I have to do it? Yeah. I've sworn a lot already. See? Yeah. <laughs> no, I love it. But I think why do I have to do that just because 
I feel like just shaking some people sometimes going, don't be so polite. Like, yeah. Just say what you're feeling and get totally. it out there. So I, I, I respect that too. <laughs> yeah, I think that that part of the culture has been, been hard. Whether mm-hmm. I can get used to, like I, I didn't bring a coat today, I'm yeah. getting used to it. Yeah. Um, but with the weather came driving, not only driving yes. on the other side of the road, oh, but yeah. driving oh, in the right. snow was tricky. One time she called me from the supermarket, which is a half a mile up the road, okay. crying, saying you're going to have to come get me. I can't, it's, it's a tornado. It's a, it's a, and I was like, there was what? snow swollen like this. There was ice. I was sliding. I think, well, I don't know what's happened. I, yeah. that can't be. And I go look out the window. I'm like, no, the, it's black. Like the road, the street is black. I'm like, <laughs> what can, what? And it was just a little bit of snow that was swirling yes. because, you know, the way that the stores were set up and she just thought that she was. Just We're going to have different Dorothy and going to get swept Absolutely. away. It was a storm. It was crazy. For sure. <laughs> so, I mean, the driving has been a bit of a lear- learning curve, of course. Yeah. But, uh, you know, but yeah, I mean, there's just, there was a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Food, everything. Yes. Everything is yeah. different. Sunlight. You don't uh, realize how much familiarity of things and stuff mm-hmm. is comforting. Yes, exactly. You take away the familiarity of literally everything, yes. the landscape, the driving, the weather, the mm-hmm. people. Like, and it's it's really jarring. I get I get very homesick. Yeah, I, I of do course. all the time. But but sometimes not even just for people or places, but just for mm-hmm. familiarity. Totally. Um, you know, I do just want to go into the supermarket and pick the brand of cheese that I know and like. Yes. Right? <laughs> that might sound trivial, but I think when it's they don't when have the same butter. They no. don't have orange cheese. Yeah. I mean, it's lots of different things. She's yeah. like, I don't know what this is, right? Yeah. I don't know how to grocery shop totally. because I don't know why is your butter not like ours? Yes. Why don't you, you know, why isn't your butter just in the fridge? And and why is your che- cheese orange? Yeah. Like, I don't know why it is. I don't know. That's just what it is. I have no idea. Yeah. Like a, it's, and you'd think it would get easier with time. And in some ways it does. Mm. But in other ways, you just think, ah. Oh, just want some sort of familiarness, totally. whatever that is, a, a street sign, a, a something, like yeah. anything really. Um, so it can be really difficult. And when I get homesick, um, it's hard on our relationship, yes. right? Because Melissa is, it, it looks like it reflects upon mm-hmm. her, right? I brought you to this yeah. country. I, you know, did this. So it, it is a really difficult thing to navigate, mm-hmm. like, no, it's it's okay that I miss that, but yes. I still want to be here. Like it's it's tough. Totally. Yeah. Well, I think it's like you know your body is it it's like was programmed for thirty plus years to do things and like things a certain way that it's like you know it, it very much becomes this like unlearning of like having to almost retrain mm-hmm. the that safety net that we've created around ourselves because our body just automatically wants to go back to being like, well, this is comfortable. This feels safe. Yes. You know, and now I'm having to, you're having to reteach yourself that, you know, I, of course. I'm well, things that you so don't difficult. even have to think about yeah, in the exactly. past, you know, even, well, sunscreen was a big one. I mean, it generally, we don't yeah. wear sunscreen in the winter for the yeah. most part, but that's she's appalled by that right so like every morning she gets up and puts sunscreen on and i am this terrible person who is not wearing sunscreen every day um (laughs) but yeah so it's lots of little things but of course the kids like going from Mm -hmm. no children to having three kids yeah is a lot and i think that i I underestimated that as well Mm because i thought i got great kids who wouldn't love them totally (laughs) but that's hard to be you know a, a, a person who's 
you know, no kids, lives in the city in the downtown yes. core of Sydney, moving to, um, you know, it's a bit more rural, I guess, where you are, right? Pretty small yeah. town, yeah. and you've got three kids ranging in age from 21 to 10. Yes. <laughs> you yeah. know, so oh you got the gosh. whole thing, but. Yeah, that's been tricky. Yeah, it's been tricky. It's been really great at times because you kind of almost get an instant family. Yeah. Um, and the kids are so great. You couldn't have asked for better kids, mm-hmm. really. Um, but it's it's so difficult because we get to like this, um, you know, like do I discipline them? Yes. What sort of role yeah, do I take there? And well, I, I think anyone that comes yeah. in in like a step parent kind of role would feel that. Mm-hmm. Of course. Um, so it, it's it it can be like a bit sort of difficult to um to navigate that yes. in, in any sort of relationship. But I think that on top of all the other things that are new and changing mm-hmm. and stuff, it can be really overwhelming at times. Totally. What would you say then, like, I guess, like, what has been one of the more harder things for you to have to, like, navigate then as a couple? Like, you know, cause obviously, like, there's, it can all just be sunshine and roses. Like, would you say, like, that that is one of the pieces or... I think kids were a big one. Yeah. I mean, because two of the kids have, have gone off to, to university and have, have moved away and then they, they come back and forth yeah. sort of thing. And and then we've got a little one who's yes. very needy. Um, but also just... Uh, it, it's it, there's a lot the house yeah just being under construction honestly Fair. has put such yeah. a we did um, it we did it hard we <laughs> we went overseas move no preparation three yes. kids homesickness house renovation yeah us all at once that's why we feel like there is what could what could bring us down if we yeah, could survive exactly. all of that because mm-hmm. the house renovation has been has been huge i mean mm-hmm. we were uh, many many months sitting on the stairs, and then we upgraded to um, lawn chairs. <laughs> and now, now we're I mean, we're we're close. We just have one more yes. little room, one more bathroom to do. But um, yes. you know, it's just it's been a lot. We had a tornado. We had a lot of damage to the outside of the house. We had to get that fixed. Oh right. You know, it's oh, just it's been a lot. And then yeah. and and then the whole um, immigration and, mm-hmm. and dealing with that, working through that, uh, you know, working, try, you know, trying to get a work permit yes. and, and all of this stuff, healthcare, healthcare has been actually an eye opener for me. Okay. Um, because I thought the healthcare was great here mm-hmm. and I boasted about it. Yeah. I thought it was wonderful until she got here and I realized that that just isn't the case. Um, you know, finding a doctor. Yes. It's so difficult. Yeah. You guys have a doctor <sighs> shortage, which yeah. is so bizarre to mm-hmm. me and so foreign that I just keep thinking, why? Because yeah. you think the countries are so similar in some ways and yes. in some ways they are. Okay. But you, you, you just presume that mm-hmm. medical is going to be the same because we both have free health care. Yes. We both, so you just presume it's going to be the same. Yeah. So to have it not be is it hard. Yeah. So it it's not great. But, I mean, we, we've worked through it, but it's just everything kind of is. Well, is I, I feel like tricky. You, you both just face like, <laughs> some of the biggest like life events that couples go through, you know, yeah. over a long period of time <laughs> yeah. and like a very pressure yeah. cooker yes. moment. Right. So yeah, I agree. I think you, <laughs> you two are going to just keep pushing through. Right. I mean, it's like forcing you to grow so much as humans. Yeah, I'm for sure. sure. <laughs> now just to like change, change the subject a little bit outside of the relationship. So I, I'm just curious to get like, I guess your, your feedback and your thoughts on, I think just like the representation, I think of like, the diverse kind of lesbian community, like in in media, because 
I, I don't know. I'm not going to share my opinion yet, but I, I'm curious to get your your opinion of that. Mindset that I don't know. I I'm I'm mine has changed yes. um, it, it, throughout the last mm-hmm. several years. Yeah. In that I I've always said I think that the representation was always. I think TikTok has changed the world in terms of opening people's yes, eyes to a lot of totally. things because I always felt that previous to TikTok, there was only two kinds of lesbians, <laughs> the Ellen kind yes. and the Rosie. <laughs> totally. That's it. Nobody else. <laughs> so true. And then TikTok came along and opened people's eyes yes. to, oh, wow, like lesbians mm-hmm. look very different yes but then we all sort of did this like let's fall into the stereotype yeah. for a joke yes right and the mask and the fam and and all totally. of that so i don't really know where we are right now mm-hmm. but i do think that it has changed in terms of like somebody living in the in the hills in kentucky yeah knows what a lesbian looks like totally. that isn't ellen and isn't rosie yes exactly that's, that's there's way more of, spectrum there. yes yes yeah, yeah. i feel Definitely in 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 TV and movies, mm-hmm. I feel like especially like many years ago, it used to be very much just like sexualized. Totally. Like two femmes together yes, all the time, exactly. right? And then it sort of moved into this like femme mask thing where it's like which one's the boy? Yeah, of course. Right? And then the rep- representation sort of went towards that. And now, yeah, I think with TikTok, it has sort of changed it and, and opened your mind mm-hmm. up to it. Um I think I, acceptance. We still have a long way to go. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I that's that's. I think we've noticed that like the acceptance is sort of going in in through tears. Mm-hmm. You can almost see society yes. accepting things in in tears totally. and, and different groups of people. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, lesbians were first. Yes. And and I acknowledge that yeah. I, I don't have it that bad because yeah. I'm easily acceptable mm-hmm. now. Um, you know, obviously, if I was femme presenting mm-hmm. and attractive to straight males, yes. I'm far more accepted. Yes, as as I am with a mm-hmm. with a ma- as a mask. But I also feel that like I go against the grain. Like, why does this mask lesbian like June Cleaver? Like, yeah. Why is that so confusing? <laughs> right? Yeah. Um. But we we think that you know, and then you've got different tiers of people in our community mm-hmm. that are accepted at different levels, and we have a long way to go. Yes. We have a long way to go, and I think, well, that's our whole thing. I I think that we we're a community, mm-hmm. and I think that some people in our community forget that we are a community. Yes, exactly. And they're very singular, like it's me, and yeah. it's I have to fight for the lesbians. Totally. But I feel well, we feel together that you know it's it's a community mm-hmm. and. Um, and we support each other throughout that community, yes. whatever that is. And I think that's the important, that's the important piece is yes. to bringing the rest of society up to <laughs> is that we all have to be open and honest and with our support to right. one another in the community, meaning every single person exactly. in our community. Yeah, we can't leave anyone behind. I no, think it's, it's easy to yes. do that, though. Absolutely. And to be very self-serving. Totally. Um, but yeah, so we've been pretty good pretty big advocates on that yeah. I, I think yeah you know both a lot in our community as well mm-hmm. like in our town community as yeah. well as you know in the big picture so totally yeah. well and I honestly like I think that's what for for you Melissa like I it, what what I guess caught my eye on TikTok when I first saw your videos was like you know it was like I was so like excited to see I think just like someone with like tattoos and was like more masculine presenting, talking about these types of subjects, which I think like 
historically, if we look at them, could be like more like feminine things, yes. you know, like, yes. and so I, I think it was like this balance of like the masculine and the femininity together. And then like the fact that you're on national television now, like getting to have that representation, it's like, okay, well, I have a neck tattoo and I'm teaching you about cleaning things. Like, yeah. I just, I love it because I think it like breaks so much of these, like, just, I don't know. It does. It, but I mean, I yeah. think on that level, yeah. I know that you can relate to this yes. because what I notice yeah. is that on my own page, mm-hmm. it's a very different feeling than yes. when national TV yes. on their page posts <laughs> oh, your, totally. you. Oh. <laughs> the comments are very different. And I do feel that they're changing, yes. but there is a very big difference um, with with the comments that happen on, let's say, the TV's platform yeah. um, to the point where sometimes they remove the ability to to make comments, yes, but I'm fine. I I will lean right into those comments. I often mm-hmm. will do videos about them, yes. you know, the comments, because I don't know how else to get around yeah. that and to have people just... <sighs> just move on accept it you know and because they it's it's sort of foreign to what they know and and so they it's really easy to to make comments on social media it's very much a projection of their fear or whatever their own like what they've been taught but yeah how do you navigate that as like a couple though like how do you support each other i think through dealing with that uh well melissa tends she she can get caught up in Mm -hmm. when there's bad comments that come through um, on on another platform that's not her own, um, because she has no control over it, she yeah, can't delete them. Totally, right? so frustrating. Um, and she really doesn't get any on a personal page that yes, much. Totally, like um, it is. So it's it is very so rare. rare. So when I yeah yeah. So when she does, uh, I know when it's happening. I tend to monitor it at the same time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I know if she's at work and I can monitor. I'm like right, okay, this is what's happening. So I I feel that. Not being, not reading them is really helpful. I know yes. that she needs to sometimes just to to yeah. go into that to just see what's about. Totally. Uh, but I do try and encourage her to not go too deep. You can mm-hmm. look at them for five minutes, but then yeah. I, I don't want you looking at them anymore. Or we discuss like how she's going to address them, things like that. Mm-hmm. But I, I feel um, that I do need to constantly remind her that, no, this is just on their page. This yes. is just a different audience and that's why you're getting it. Mm-hmm. And then we always go back and look at like, you know, like good messages yes. on her page. But I to like to know what people out. really feel. I do. Yeah. Sometimes I want to know because it tells me sort of what the climate is out there totally. and that we need to do more work yes. so that that doesn't happen. Yeah, right? exactly. Because it it's, it, it again, it's fear. It's, it's, it's people that have never seen anything like it or heard anything 100%. like it and it's fear. But, um, you know, like I said, I, I, I'm not afraid to make videos and, and go back at it and yes, address it. Totally. And um, I think it's important because I think sometimes people think that we're like in a bubble. Right. And like, mm-hmm. especially people who live in Toronto, they're like, no, things are great. And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> as both, you know, both, all of us don't live in Toronto. It's like, right. it, it is a very different experience. Like even know, moving so. from, because uh, the place I lived in Sydney was very, very gay. Yes, Everyone was gay. I was surrounded by the community the yeah. entire time. And then moving to a small town in Canada, yes. um, very different. Totally. Very, very different. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not saying that where we live is homophobic. I wouldn't say no. that. But there is. It, it does exist. Is, it does exist. Yeah. Do you ever feel is, like you pull back sometimes? Like I, I, for Tyler and I, when we when we moved out of the city, it was like. I was like afraid to hold his hand again and like mm. to be affectionate in like certain ways or I, think I don't know. I've gone through that yeah. in my life, but as 
as I get older, mm. I don't care because yeah. I feel like I have to do that in order to make people feel yeah, comfortable. The totally. more I actually feel yes. that I'm protecting them because I do think that's mm -hmm. what it is. Or if you're around elderly people, yes. you don't want to tell them, yeah. like, you know, you don't want to hurt their feelings. There's all these emotions. Yeah. And now <laughs> I don't, I, I just deal with it because I'm not hurting you. Mm -hmm. I have totally. to keep remember, yes. I am not doing anything to affect your advice. life. You're doing yeah. something that is affecting your life by being, you know, uncomfortable yes. around me. And we we love each other. There's, I come on, like, totally. you know, we are in the times We're now. Not hurting anyone. But but you know, we've had to address things that have happened in in our town that yeah. have been uncomfortable over since you've been here. I don't know. I think I don't even know. She reads the paper. I never read the uh, yeah. the, the the local newspaper, yeah, and then we, we found oh, yeah. some stuff. We went to and, war with the local newspaper. No way. Oh, God. Yeah, some... Because, you know, the whole, the drag queen thing and, yes. and coming to the read at the library, and that was a whole thing. But again, <sighs> that is our community, yes. right? We don't represent just the lesbians. Mm -hmm. It is a community. So totally. we went to battle with the newspaper and... <laughs> It was a long battle. It was there a really was, long battle. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because we had protesters. Yes. And then we went in to educate the people at the newspaper. Mm -hmm. And we, they they had no idea. They all just stood there and cried. And it's like, okay, yeah. but we did, but that's good. Because yes. we, 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 there was five people who didn't know anything before yeah. we went in there. Exactly. But I think that's just that's the only way to do positive it. Positive change. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, that, that did help, but. Again, it's just remembering that it's a community. It's not just the lesbians. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, and I appreciate you know. that because, you know, I think like when we look back on at our history, you know, it very much was like a coming together of a lot of our communities in order mm -hmm. to like fight for our rights. You Absolutely. Know? But, but then now, it seemed to... It's like everyone sort of broke splinter. off. And it's like, I, I hate that because I've never felt such a giant divide in yes. our communities, you know, that make up, mm -hmm. you know, our community that like, and it's sad. And I, I really hope that we are especially with the climate and how things are changing, that we are hopefully going to find a place that is a lot closer together because we need, we, all of us need our support in these sort of like dealing with these, these human rights issues that are 100%. happening now. Yeah, that yeah. that's just it. And I think people, I, I think it's just education and it's mm -hmm. time like yes. anything else, you know, um, and it's a lot. It's it a, We have a long way to go. Yeah, I mean, we, do, we shouldn't be kidding ourselves and thinking that everybody's, we're, we're all, everything's fine. Totally. We're all fine. Everybody's accepting of everything. Cause that just isn't the case. No, hundred percent. I agree. Yeah. Well, I adore you both. Thank you so much you. for you. coming on this <laughs> podcast and being so vulnerable and open about your relationship. So I'm happy. I, I feel like people are going to have a lot of really great takeaways, but before I let you go, where can people find you on social media for both of you? Um, so Melissa is Melissa Dilks Pateras. Yeah. On most things, honey. Yeah, but yes. Laundry Talk is generally the easiest way to yes. find me is just through Laundry Talk. And I'm on Insta and Facebook and, and TikTok, of course. Love it. Yeah. Yeah. I just do TikTok. It's at Everyday Trace. Yes. Everyday trace. Yeah, I will tag them in the in the description underneath the podcast as awesome. well. So well, thank, thank you so, you so much, much for having of us. Course. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Hold up. What was that? 
boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 